Welcome to the Pilot Podcast. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're watching the new mystery, Manifest. So stay tuned to the end to find out BJ's favorite pop culture moments from 2013 to 2018. Not many. I also think not many. I mean, I know there's like a bigger deal with the show, but I was just curious about what they missed pop culture-wise over that five years. Okay, Beach. before we get too far, can you give a recap of the pilot? Sure. So Manifest, as I said, is a mystery. It's a drama series on NBC. The main characters are these siblings, Michaela and Ben, a police officer, and I don't know what Ben's job is. And they were in Jamaica with their family, and there was a they had the option to get like one of those vouchers and stay back and take a later flight. And this later flight, they were on flight 828, had this mysterious turbulence on the flight back. And then when it returned into New York, it had been five years. So now Michaela, her fiance has moved on because he thought she was dead. And Ben, he's coming back to his wife and his daughter. And now his daughter's five years older. And his son, who was with him on the plane, is now like has a five year difference from his twin sister. Mm. And their mother, uh, Michaela and Ben's mother, has also passed away. So now they're back in New York dealing with this whole drama and stress of losing five years of their lives and their loved ones moving on. And on top of all of that, something weird is going on where Michaela and Ben are hearing voices in their head that's giving them these cryptic messages of what they should do. They're also just kind of being drawn to specific locations, not really knowing why. And we also find out other people on the plane are experiencing weird stuff too. So now we got to figure out what happened on flight 828 and what's connecting all of these passengers. And the number 828 seems to pop up a lot. So it's not just this sentient voice in their heads, but there's also some level of like always being connected to even that flight number, that airplane number. It's like in Lost where those numbers kept repeating and were like meant so many different things. 828 is like the number that shows up everywhere. I have never seen Lost, but I assume this is very similar. Thank you for validating my reference without (laughs) (laughs) any experience on the topic. No, I assume because I I know with Lost, it's a little bit different. I've gathered from pop culture that like a plane crash lands on an island or something Mm -hmm. and they're lost and some of them make it back some of them go back to the island and then there's like a smoke monster and they they experience all of these kind of um unreal things and i feel like manifest i bet will be compared to lost a ton i can see that comparison coming okay so what are your initial thoughts because this is a very high concept type of show which Mm -hmm. i think can be hit or miss with audiences yeah i liked it i think the characters are likable i like that there's a lot of mystery around it so it's not just the mystery of what happened what was that time warp they went through what's this voice what are the numbers but even the characters themselves you find throughout the pilot are vaguely connected to each other like there's you see Mm -hmm. beginnings of them having interconnected lives and so 
I think it'll be interesting to just to unfold the mystery on the show, just like generally of what happened, but mm-hmm. then also maybe what the destiny means for each character. Because like, for example, one of the characters is a doctor and she does research on cell regeneration and her research made it to the hospital before the plane went through its warp. And it ends up like essentially saving so many kids from pediatric mm-hmm. cancer. And then one of the kids on her flight that goes through the time warp, one of the main character's sons, the twin that hasn't aged in five years, he has the kind of cancer that is like perfect for this study. And mm-hmm. so like basically the hospital was like, we know we initially gave you six months to live, but now you have like very good chances of making it for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so she posits like, were we, is it fate? Like were we chosen to be together for that flight? Yeah. That's an interesting question, like what was meant to be and what is the like greater story for all of these characters? And like you mentioned, there does seem to be this weird sentient voice that's giving them messages. At the end, something happens with the plane as well. And you were thinking that that might be related to the voice or like an action done by the voice. So it really is kind of a, I feel like... There's this huge web of connections and throughout this season, we're just going to see that all of these characters' lives are even more interconnected than we could have imagined. So speaking of the interconnectedness of the characters, Beach, you made a point about them even debating which kids to choose for their trial. And as our resident science mind, what did you... <laughs> Sure. So this is a tricky subject, especially when you have experimental treatments. So this still seems to be early stage where the head doctor, who is not the woman who developed this treatment, um, he's the guy who got the research from her and has been working on it for the past five years. He's evaluating patients, which is good because you want to test this on the most eligible patient. But he's also, as we find out in another conversation, financially motivated because he's saying that they're very close to getting purchased. You know, I'm sure they have patents on this treatment and he's going to benefit from it, whether or not he invented it or not. That's a whole nother question. Ooh, yeah. Does she see any benefit from this? I know you're making another point, but I'm curious Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, we'll have to see how much credit she gets clearly she got like that party welcome back party so they're not ignoring her contribution but he does seem to be the main person in charge of this and it seems that uh he didn't want to choose the the younger twin for this treatment because it's slightly outside of the protocol even though she uh, reasonably said that he would be a good candidate and it's totally because He wants to choose the patients who are going to have the highest success rate, like not just people who are eligible for this, but people who he's very confident will recover from it because he wants perfect results from this clinical trial so that when he tries to sell his company, he can be like, we have a 100% success rate, buy us out for billions and billions of dollars. And that is very unethical. Unfortunately, with experimental treatments like this, there's not much oversight. Like, he's running the clinical trial. He can choose the patients. But there's definitely some bias in there that hopefully 
the woman who invented the treatment can like push back on further so more people can get whatever benefit from this. Yeah, I think technically with the twin, the issue was they're trying to only treat patients who were diagnosed like, I think within a year or two of the trial. And like that kid technically was diagnosed in 2012. Yeah. But because he was on that flight where everyone sneezed at the same time and travel five years, he was technically outside of the range. And so homegirl, yeah, she was pissed about that. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Any other weird thing? Oh, this is something I was thinking about. Yeah. So we talked, I talked a little bit in the recap about how they're hearing things, kind of this voice guiding everyone and connecting Mm -hmm. everyone. Set them free. Yeah, set them free. Very vague. Like, what do you think it would be like to have this mysterious voice just kind of giving you vague suggestions and advice? I already know because I read seven Harry Potter books. So I know what it is to to be a young one trying to get some guidance from Dumbledore and receiving little half-truths here and there and then going on quests in the wrong direction because of either intentional misdirection or just poor advice. So I can already tell you how that goes. It doesn't go well. It would just be better if someone, instead of sitting through an anthology of text, if that voice just offered a little bit more context because wouldn't you be annoyed by it? Like, because it, it's just three words. It's like, I'm sorry. She's on the bus and I think she just hears, slow down, slow down, slow down. Like, that's what the voice keeps saying. Yeah. And this is the first, I think this is her, one of her first run-ins with the voice. Yeah. And she just tells, she like can't control it. And so she finally just yells at the bus driver, slow down, slow down, slow down. And he finally hits the brakes probably because he just wants to kick her off the bus and he barely avoids hitting a child who had run Mm -hmm. into the street. And so clearly this voice so far has been for good because she also, it's been for good. It's It it doesn't seem evil yet. Maybe it's like gaining some trust, but all I'm saying is it feels very Dumbledore. It feels very half, half guidance and fattening up like a pig. So, Voldemort can kill you. Mm, So two points I want to comment on. One, I agree it's very Harry Potter-esque now where it's just Mm -hmm. giving you just enough that you know you have to do something, but it's not really clear, even though Dumbledore and the voice know exactly what you need to do. Yep. But in the end, it worked out for Harry Potter, so I hope it will work out for this cast of people. But if Dumbledore came through with the truth, which maybe this is the intent, Harry Potter would have been like three books. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, you know what I'm saying? So you're thinking that voice is being vague so this show can get like six seasons in a movie. Yeah, six seasons in a movie. Hashtag. Oh, RIP community. That's, in- I, that's really interesting because, yeah, this mysterious voice could just be like, look, guys, I need you to save this little kid from getting hit from a bus. I need you to free these little girls who were kidnapped. I need you to cure this kid from cancer, blah, 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 blah. And then we'd be done in like a day. Yep. I mean, I guess I I think we've ranted about this on the show before, but it's clearly a common trope in movies and in shows to have a protagonist or multiple characters going through something. And if they literally just like 
stopped for a second and chatted with each other or outside parties and talked through it, it would have mm-hmm. been a wrap. Like it would have just been solved. But they're, for whatever reason, keeping it to themselves. In this case, it kind of makes sense because I feel like if you're telling people this voice caused you to save a kid in front of a bus and this voice caused you to save these kidnapped people, then I I would be scared of being like probed after that to like figure out what's going on in my head. Yeah. But um, I just feel like if they just like really sat down and talked this through, <laughs> this would be faster. That's in horror movies all the time. Like if everyone just came together, sat down and talked about it, they'd be like, oh, let's get out of this cabin. Three yeah. of us know that like seven murders happened here. So let's just go. Yeah, they just need to team up and they mm-hmm. can figure this out sooner. Like the Scooby gang. Yeah, but everyone's going to keep to themselves and it's just going to cause problems. Yes, exactly. Another thing you made me think about, and we discussed this while watching. So at the very end of the first episode, the plane 828 that they were all on explodes or like burns up. Um, And we think this is kind of like a cover up maybe by the mysterious voice because yeah. the, I guess um, the FBI or the government, they are trying, they were like, did a whole examination of the plane. And then yeah. they were like, we're going to take it apart piece by piece to figure mm-hmm. it out. And so it seems like the voice is like, nah, we got to just destroy this evidence. And you reacted as this is kind of like a threat. Yes. Or not, a, yeah, kind of like a violent. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was like, yeah, because you immediately were like, oh, the voice got us, which yeah. means you would be a good cult member. But uh, it's like, it's like the voice got us. Like, it's going to keep our secret. Nobody going to go in our brains. Us. It's protecting yeah. us. That's why I blew up this plane. For me, my impression was, oh, y'all going to try to investigate me? Watch me burn this plane to the ground. And then that's what I thought it was. Like a threat. The voice is like, look, if any of y'all try to turn on us, I can blow uh-huh. you up too. Yep. That's, that's truly how I took it. But I see I see your point more now, especially because in this episode, it's occurred to me that so far, the voice has only led to good things. True. But on the like, opposite side of that same coin, you made me realize that there is potential in the future that this voice might ask them to do things that come across as nefarious. For sure. Bad. For sure. Get their trust, slowly handhold them along this path, and then get them to start robbing banks for you. I wonder yeah. who the voice is, though, because we don't know. Do you think it is someone on the plane who was on the plane? Hmm. Or maybe it was separate from that, and they're the one who orchestrated the time travel thing. Hmm. I don't know. Or maybe it's a future version of someone. Because for a second, I thought the voice was the main girl. But then I realized it was like a different voice. So maybe it's her in the future. Oh, that's true. I did for a second because she initially hears. I'm not sure. I can't remember what she heard when she went to her brother's house to like set up camp. Because that was the most interesting part to me is like all of her money is gone. Her phone is gone. Her possessions are gone, which makes sense because you've been Mm. considered dead for five years. Yeah. Um. So she's like moving into her brother's basement because she truly has nothing to her name. And um, 
if you remember, she heard a voice briefly when she hugged her sister. Um, mm. And I thought that was her talking to herself in her head. Right. So maybe it is future her. Maybe like she's she maybe she's just doing jump after jump on that plane and then versions of her are telling 2018 her to save kids and stuff. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. But one thing I do like, even though this has a time travel element, I don't think it's going to get as I hope it's not going to get as complicated as some other time travel shows since it's kind of this one jump into the future. And that seems to be it. That's what turned me off from the concept of Lost is I've heard that certain seasons are worth watching and others are just like, let it go. Mm -hmm. I mean, I honestly felt that way. I just don't like when plots get too overcomplicated because right now I'm enjoying the story Mm -hmm. um, and we can get to our rating in a second. Right now I'm enjoying the story, but I don't want to feel like I'm losing my head trying to follow it. Like, I stopped watching Blacklist for that reason. It just got to be a little bit too much. I stopped watching, not I stopped watching, but I feel like I barely watched season two of Quantico. Like, mm-hmm. I just kind of, I feel like I just got through it, you know? Um, and what are other shows that have been overcomplicated? Westworld, apparently, like, in this season, there's, I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler because I've never seen the show, but there's, like, multiple timelines and so mm. I just can't imagine having to keep track of all that. I just don't like yeah. that for my content I consume. That's a good point. This show could definitely get complicated fast or which I'm what I'm worried about is that they will drag out this mystery for as long as possible. And, and that would be answers. annoying too. Yeah. That's true. Okay, let's go to our ratings. So me too, what would you rate manifest um i really liked it i would watch it again i guess it's hard to watch again casually i think i would watch it again casually though okay and you mentioned you would probably read the recaps yeah yeah i would want that's so bad (laughs) i do that with (laughs) this is so bad i do that with shows that i want to watch but I already watch so many shows that sometimes it's easier to like watch some episodes, read a really good recap of other episodes just to keep up because I'm genuinely curious about the story. I think as far as I'm concerned, like they definitely got me. Like I'm mm-hmm. definitely intrigued. What about mm-hmm. you? I am also hooked on the show. I would say nice. I would, I'm going to probably watch it seriously. So I was already interested in this before we reviewed it. Um, NBC did like a sneak peek where they showed the first few minutes of this episode Mm -hmm. and I'd already watched that so I was ready for this whole episode and I like the concept I think as long as they provide answers at a steady pace I will stick with the show that's a very reasonable request Mm -hmm. cool like you don't have to tell me everything but by the end of the season I should know what who the voice is Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, what are some things you want to know? Is it just the voice or is there anything else you feel like I should know by the end of this? I think I would be satisfied just knowing who the voice is or who or whatever caused the time travel. One of those two things. Okay, I'm into that. You don't think it was everybody sneezing at the same time? Well, I got to wait to find out. 
That's true. We got to wait to find out. All right, Beach, where can the people find us? Sure. So you can find more of our episodes at thepilotpodcast.com. And you can always subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. Five stars only. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a five-star podcaster. (laughs) Um, You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. And you can send any manifest theories, meal plans, and workout schedules to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.